Merry Christmas, Pitch fans. We have a brand new Christmas-themed episode coming your way. As usual, it's not appropriate for kids, so if you have little ones, challenge them to build an exact-to-scale replica of your house from gingerbread and candy canes, and we adults will head down to the festively decorated Pitch Palace for a brand new hour of merriment. Hey, Pitch Guys, welcome to our 2021 Christmas special. All right! Gosh. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <Whoa>. Oh, dear. <laughs> What's going on oh, there, Trevor? Wow. God I, don't, I don't even want to be near you right <laughs> now. I'm sorry. I'm all phlegm still and a bit of touch of the bronchitis. Wow. Well, Ain't nobody got time for that. No. And we have COVID tested, so we're all good here. Yeah, yeah except yeah. sometimes when I cough... Every now and then, I get this like copper taste in my mouth. Yeah, it's a really wonderful That's way normal. to start a Christmas special. <laughs> I said Merry Christmas. Yeah, you hacked up a lung, yeah. and then like, telling what's, us what's about the copper here? taste in your mouth. Well, I assume it's blood. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's a Christmas carol about that. Actually, <laughs> coughing <laughs> up <laughs> blood, <laughs> <laughs> making gingerbread houses. <laughs> oh dear, oh, it's an antibiotic Christmas. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty much over the sickness, so it is going to be a good Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're actually not that far out right now. No. It's nope. just a few days until That's true. a big day. That's Have you true. been counting how many sleeps? I, uh, no, not mm. really, but I, I mean, I'm pretty good at math. and You don't hear a lot of adults measure time in sleeps. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. more of a kid thing. That's true. I think you know? we should bring him back. How many sleeps till the big board meeting presentation? Yes. Yeah, I like this idea. Yeah. yeah. How many big, how many more, how sleeps till the arraignment? <laughs> Nobody says stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start doing it. I yeah. think it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. In professional situations. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, we did a Christmas special a few years ago. Did we? And uh, none of us can remember anything that was in it. No. And we're too lazy to go back we're and not listen, listen to it. Yeah. Once it's done, you're we're encouraged done. to. Yeah. <laughs> I fast forwarded it through it today just to kind of get an idea and make sure we weren't going to be too repetitive. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the, I, we can guarantee you right now, this is going to be entirely different. Oh, for sure. Yes. And in a uh, in fun way. and festive way, yes. in the best yeah. possible way. So. Yeah, so we want to talk about the Hallmark movies, and I have to admit that I don't know that I've ever actually seen a single one. No. I'm talking about Hallmark Christmas movies, just to clarify. Those ones that are on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they're the kind of movie that you can put on in the background. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They follow usually like a romantic comedy template, and you don't have to watch that closely. They're not well represented at most award shows. No, no, there's not yet. Has there been an Academy Award for a uh, a Hallmark Christmas movie? No, a lot of them are Hallmark, shot in Canada, and and yeah. like in 2021, Hallmark released 41 really? Christmas movies. That's like higher than Netflix. Yeah, just holiday Hallmark holiday films. 41. Like just Christmas or a bunch of holidays? Like Christmas. There's still oh, okay. Like, yeah, there's a lot. Hmm. Wow. So they're pumping them out. I'm behind on them then. You got a few to watch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I have seen uh, one or two, like actually. October. Did you enjoy them? Um, I didn't. <laughs> it's hard to say. Okay. You know, you don't watch it and become enraged. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't become so annoyed that you actually, like, exert the effort to shut off the TV. <laughs> so you're just going to exist. At no point are you enjoying yourself overly. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a thing. It's, they should get some high-level actors, like yeah. get Judy Dench in one of these things. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just for Kate a quick Winslet. cameo, though. You have Judy Dench in a Hallmark Christmas Al Pacino. Movie? That's steamy. Judy Dench and Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger did something that was very close to a Hallmark Christmas did movie. Really? Years Jingle ago, Jingle All the Way. No, that's not like a Hallmark Christmas movie. No, you're right. I that's suppose. a comedy classic that should have been up for an award. It was a brutal <laughs> no piece of shit. The comedic <laughs> timings and dramatic acting of his co-star Sinbad alone should have warranted a look oh, at the dear. by the, the foreign only press. Thing I remember about that movie, Turbo I, Man. Well, I saw it in in Korea, uh-huh. and there was a trailer at the beginning of the movie for. Star Wars, uh, the they were redoing them. What did they call when they 
when they remaster not remaster re-release they added the new scenes oh the reckoning uh when they wreck it you know <laughs> you know what i'm talking about here the, the bastardizations yeah like that's when they brought in like they had jabba the hut suddenly and, <laughs> and they showed the trailer well, for that and it was super exciting at the yeah. time but the movie jingle all the way was really pretty bad i've watched it multiple times and i disagree really yep hmm okay well yeah. we can agree to disagree <laughs> i don't agree with that but what we're gonna do is i've pulled up some titles for hallmark movies we know nothing about big them. old titles we've never seen them i haven't read a synopsis i've just got a title yeah and i'm gonna give you guys the title and then we are going to basically predict what, what the, the movie. movie is about okay in great detail yeah all right we're That's... gonna go through this and then when we're finished i will Let's see if I can find the synopsis for this movie. Yeah. Okay. And we'll see how it compares to what we came up with. Excellent. Now, for some of our listeners who aren't French, what is a synopsis? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure synopsis is a French word. It sounds but, pretty uh, it's hoity-toity. It's a, br- a brief summary oh. uh, of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. So, are you guys ready for the first one? Yep. Now, do we yep. have to guess who would be starring in this or just... You're basically making the movie from the title, so go for it. All right, so just using our judgment. That's right. So the first one we're going to do is called The Nine Lives of Christmas. Hmm. The Nine Lives of Christmas. This is a Hallmark movie. Yes. Okay. All right. I think I've got an idea of what this is probably about. Okay. But I don't want to just jump in and spoil it. If I've got one, but... I think you should go. It's kind of an an unconventional. Well, we can kind of just bounce back and forth a little bit, maybe. And okay, but you started off. Build the idea together. Okay, nine lives of Christmas. Yes. Okay, guy. Mm Hmm. Girl. Right. I think it needs to be a male male lead character. Okay. Goes home for Christmas to Mm -hmm. some. You know, he's living in the city. Goes down to his like his kind of like podunk town where he goes back. Ends up going to the bar. Come meets up with all of his like you know people he went to high school with okay okay, okay. realizes mm-hmm. he hates them all yes mm-hmm. and one of his like you know the guys who gave him a hard time in high school gives him a hard time at the bar like oh hey it's blah 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 cory and he snaps mm-hmm. and he takes cory home what and, and he <laughs> like he snaps takes and- the first life of Christmas. Oh, I thought oh, he like okay. he took him home. It's kind of like a, a kind of like a Dexter thing, okay? Where he like revenge goes yeah. through all these people, but on the last one, he re- like he has some oh. kind of like realization, like oh my gosh, you know, like a Grinch story. His heart yeah. grew three sizes. Maybe yeah. he, you know, maybe this wasn't the greatest. But thing. he's already murdered eight. He's people. already murdered eight. Yeah. But you know, in the end, he like comes out. He of gets it. the true spirit of Christmas. Yeah. In the end. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the other cool thing is that. Whenever he does this, he puts on a really skin tight black latex leather suit. Okay, like it's just full on skin tight, just to like get a leather daddy. Mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got a mask. It's yeah. a black mask. Yeah, a gimp mask. Or, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. puts a tennis ball in his mouth oh, just yeah. to really, really make it something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that's my addition to this. I think he thing. would say <laughs> as his catchphrase, "Yeah, ho ho ho." But nobody would be able to understand him because of the tennis ball in the mouth. Uh-huh. Right. So they're yeah. like, what are you saying? And you'd have to like unzip his mask and take yeah. the tennis ball out. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. And they put it back in and then the slashing would start. Yeah. Right. Okay. And he's got a revenge list and everyone on it's been naughty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. yeah. Okay. So you think a Hallmark movie... Named. I've never seen one, so I don't, okay. I don't know. You know, it could they be. generally don't have serial killers in them. Okay, most but, don't. So I'm way off base. <laughs> you know? No. Okay, yeah. maybe we need to re. But I think in the end, like your 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 pitch here is that he's not a serial killer. Then he's oh. just a guy who was misled for a bit and yeah. realizes, you know, I've been wrong the magic for a long of time. Has come to him, you know, and he embraces the magic, and then like you know, he goes and out and like. He gets involved in the community after yeah, yeah. killing the eight people and, yeah. you know, he tries to make a difference in his community in small ways. You know, That's he helps right. like people with their groceries and yeah. things. I think that maybe another way to tie in the nine lives thing is he meets a, a young lady who's really crazy about cats, has uh-huh. a ton of cats. Oh, okay. And uh, that's the parallel. Mm-hmm. And she's got to be played by uh, that uh, Kobe, she was in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. Kobe Smulders. Smulders? Yeah. Smulders? Yeah. Smulders? Smulders? Just seems like the right person. Okay. She's mm-hmm. a crazy cat lady. She's got cats everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that's what originally inspires him to do the Nine Lives serial killing thing. Okay. 
I don't know. Well, I also had a cat angle when I heard the nine lives. Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought it was going to be about, again, kind of a kooky female lead. I didn't think Colby as my lead. I was thinking more like... um, Kate McKinnon? No. um, Who is that one from Thor 2 that I have expressed not... uh, Oh, yes. Um... She was in Cat Dennings. Yes, that's it. Is that her name? Cat Dennings. Yeah. Yeah, and that works. Cat. Yes. Anyways, yeah. it's her because it's a lower budget. If it's Hallmark, right. they couldn't get someone better. Well, I think she demands quite a salary now. I know, but yeah. like better. <laughs> Anyways, and she is a crazy no cat lady, like you know you had said, and she's got a house kind of on the edge of town because yeah. you know she doesn't have a lot of money and mm-hmm. you know and she can't really keep a job because she's so kooky. Right. But she can keep a lot of cats and like they're going all over the house. Like she can't keep up with it. There's not okay. enough litter boxes or time in the world. <laughs> okay. So pretty soon this place is covered in feline urine and feces. Yes. Right. And then she develops that lung condition you get if you live in a squalor that is filled with cat urine. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, that debilitating lung condition. Yeah. All right. And of course she's hospitalized when uh, her neighbors haven't seen her for a while. And the paramedics come. Yeah. They take her to uh, the ICU or whatever. Or, and she dies. <laughs> no, she's sitting there like and they never trying to breathe. <laughs> and uh, she strikes up this uh, um, relationship with uh, one of the orderlies, this okay. male orderly. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, like, you know, uh, it's a strange way we met, but, you know, I think I want to get to know you. I want to be part of your life. Right. You know, and it's Christmas, so you got to say yes to your heart. Okay. So he goes and he moves into her house and there's a scene where they've got like, you know, the metal spatulas and they're scraping (laughs) caked on cat feces off the floor. Yeah. And they're like cleaning this place up and the, you know, there's the city office from the mayor's office trying to come condemn the house and, you know, and they got their masks on for most of the time because they can't breathe those fumes. Right. No. You know, and yeah, they're just kind of scraping the place up and keeping it from being condemned and yeah. re- rehabilitating her. And okay, you know, um, there's scenes where they're, you know, giving the cats away. Oh, yeah. At least yes. they're trying to. Yeah, they have to put a few down. Yeah, in, well, they don't. Too many That's, of them. Don't. Of the nine lives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, at the end, like the final scene is just them. Like she's still like got her breather, and they're in the hospital. They're on a couch. You know, she's in her hospital gown. And they're looking at their beautiful tree, and there's like seven cats in the tree. Yeah. And it's just nine lives of Christmas. Oh, very, very good. Okay. Yeah. Well, we've got your quirky romantic comedy about a cat lady, yeah. or your uh, slightly <laughs> off center <laughs> uh, uh, leather laden serial killer with a yep. tennis ball in his mouth killing uh, his old high school. Yeah. Um, Enough us? recap. Tell us how yeah. close we came. Well, here's the. Uh, the log line or the little synopsis is okay. as the Christmas holiday draws near, mm-hmm. a veterinary student who's played by Kimberly Sustad oh. and a stray cat challenge a fireman's commitment to life as a bachelor. Oh, oh. right. Okay. So neither not really close, <laughs> not close at all. Uh, well, you had a cat in yours. <laughs> well, I think we were circling around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, well done, boys. Okay, okay. Very imaginative. Okay, here we go. Okay. We got another one. And I'm just going to pull up another one, but I want to get the right one. Okay. You know, there's a lot. There's some that have really lame names. And no, there's yeah. not much you can do with them. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Santa Stakeout. Oh. The Santa Stakeout. The Santa Stakeout. Maybe I'll start this one. Yeah, right. You guys. Yeah. Okay, so we've got uh, Santa who... Uh, is very tired Uh you know he's done this gig for um quite a long time real santa real santa okay and he finishes uh his year 2021 yeah he's done it and he realizes i am so sick and tired of this i need a break from this i'm sick of christmas right it's very tiring trying to get around the world deliver all these presents i need a change and uh he has an epiphany in his year off mm-hmm. okay that he needs to make it exciting for himself again that's what he's lost got to recapture the, the magic. excitement you know okay. it used to be fun going down a chimney yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. done it too many times now so he decides 
that instead of uh, delivering presents around the world, he's going to just go out on Christmas and rob houses so that he can oh. get that excitement back. Yeah. So he goes out to do that. Meanwhile, we've got um, a um, a scrappy young new detective mm-hmm. and uh, her much cop. yeah older grizzled partner. Okay, very much like the partnership that we saw in the recent Judge Dredd movie. Mm, you know, you got that's the, not that recent, but well, you, it was yes, new the, to you. Yes, right. The yeah. rookie cop and the old kind of grizzled veteran, right? Carl Urban. Okay, and they decide that I don't know how they know that this is going to happen. But they get a heads up, maybe from one of the reindeer or something, and yeah. uh, they decide they're going to do a stakeout. I could gonna... see the reindeer wanting to turn on Santa because yeah. they've got a hard job. Yes, it is difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and Rudolph's the only one who gets a lot of credit. Yep. <laughs> so they're going to catch him. They're mm-hmm. they're going on the stakeout. They're going to catch him. That's yeah. all I've got. Feel free to add to it. Okay. Um. Well, does Santa I... still have all his magic? Yeah. Does he have his magic? Uh, like he, he could, has he could some, still yes, like sneak down chimneys powers. and that kind of stuff. Like he's yeah, he can that get magic. down a chimney. Okay, he's also so got uh, go like a laser vision type thing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he can do. No, I'm okay. adding powers. <laughs> he's got Superman nobody, powers. Nobody knew he had it because he never needed he never it. Never needed yeah. it. But now that's true. That's true. He's, he's some cool. kind of like power imbued, omniscient god creature. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay, he's got a lot of power, and he's actually he's got frost breath. Quite dangerous. Yeah, he's got frost. Right. He's got all the power of the cosmos at his, uh, you know, bequest, yeah. but he needs to recapture the magic by the thrill of B and E's. That's right. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I think it gets personal halfway through the movie when okay. they get a hot tip from one of the reindeer informants yeah. Yeah. that Santa's next target just happens to be uh, the young rookie's, uh, you know, beautiful home. Where yeah. he's been storing his father-in-law's uh, expensive Fabergé egg collection <laughs> because he wants to impress his new father-in-law, and he's right. got his you know loving and supportive wife, even though it's been rocky so far, and he's just trying to prove himself to yeah. her and try to be a good dad. But right. he's also storing these incredibly expensive <laughs> Fabergé eggs, which is careless to begin with. The, the grizzled to- grizzled cop doesn't even know what a Fabergé. No, egg he's is. Like, he thinks it's no. a foofy piece of crap. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. And so now he's got a real personal stake in this because he knows the Santa bastard is going to hit his home. Right. One of these next few nights. Yeah. So the stakeout became personal. Yeah. And I think the grizzled cop, uh, he's got kind of um, some trauma, past trauma or PTSD because he... Uh, accidentally shot a mall Santa or seven. Right. Yeah. You know, just like, you know, in the line of duty, mistakes happen, you know? So yes. I think he's taken down so many Santas by accident that he's almost hesitant to take on another Santa related yes. case. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I think. How does it uh, resolve there? Like, what's. Uh, where does it come to here? Well, at one point, Santa discovers that his reindeer has ratted him out. Yeah. Ooh. And he slits that reindeer's throat. <laughs> yes. Tins- he uses tinsel. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, tinsel. <laughs> just done. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's just a real, it's like the movie Heat. It's just a cat and mouse yes. kind of violent <laughs> saga. And like, there's a lot of stakeouts in the movie. Yeah. A lot of stakeout right. scenes. It's probably a half the movie or more. Yeah. And uh, do they whenever- catch him in the end? Well, they do, but not the way you think. Like, I think okay. that kind of it's, they're equally matched. You know, Santa with all his God powers and yeah. this <laughs> young rookie cop I with just his. Forget about his heat vision. His, 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 yeah, his, yeah. his sheer determination yeah. is kind of equally matched to Santa's God powers. Yeah. 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 So I think they're kind of, there's a living room scene where, you know, the room is torn apart. The uh, rookie cop's wife is on the ground shielding her children in the aftermath of this battle. This yeah. just happened. <laughs> yes. And I think at that point, Santa. Covered in blood and exhausted and heaving, looks up at this rookie cop who's barely put together but still somehow standing. He's like, We're not so different. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think it's just kind and of he, like a stalemate. Yeah. And, and then he just, they decides, just both agree to, yeah. he just to let each other go. He needs to go back yeah. the way things were. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and, yeah. and it ends with both of them Christmas morning just opening like a special thing yeah. Yeah. from Santa, right? Yeah. He's got a special note for each of them. Yeah, it's like, hey, 
Santa, just so you know, I respect you, but don't show up in my town again. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And Santa does also use his god powers to bring back the reindeer that he earlier oh, had yeah. strangled or yeah. slashed. Yeah. And I, I know the budget wouldn't call for this, <laughs> but I feel like this would be a Michael Mann Hallmark film. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think yeah. that's likely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, were we pretty much dead on with that one? It's pretty close. I mean, yeah. we have part of it yeah. because the sta- stakeout is in the title, but Two police detectives posing oh, as oh. newlyweds oh. to solve recent holiday party heists I see. are swept up by Christmas while observing the prime suspect. Oh. So it's a we could That's much more lighthearted than ours. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I prefer that pretty. one. It's similar. Yeah. I'd watch that for sure. I would watch that one over mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I'd watch the hell out of that. Yeah. <laughs> you just stick a couple cops with like tennis balls in their mouths for no reason. <laughs> then I think you've got something, right? I'd and watch that- the hell out of that. <laughs> so that's a line in the movie right there. Yeah. Okay. I guess we're on a stakeout here for Santa. <laughs> that would be in the watch trailer. The hell out of that. Oh. Well, I don't want to do this one, but I just oh. think that the title itself evokes something, and that's Christmas Comes Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's skip that one. Let's, just, yes. Let's okay. just do the next one. Okay. It's a time zone thing. Yeah. It just goes back, and then hits hits both of them. All right. Well, actually, that see. one sounds like a time travel Christmas movie. Mm. Uh, Santa, it's your kids. <laughs> yeah. Something's got to be done about your kids. <laughs> a shoe addict christmas a shoe addict's christmas yes like addiction or addiction. attic like addiction. in a house a shoe okay addict christmas okay that's, yes. that's an actual name of a hallmark film yes a shoe addict's christmas you guys don't have to follow me on this one but okay i have kind of a fairy tale bent to this one in mind okay this one makes me think that this is a story about the uh cobbler and the elves as we all know that classic story right yeah okay there's the cobbler and he's a poor cobbler and he's trying to keep his business afloat mm-hmm. and he can't do it and one night he just kind of gives up and goes to sleep and these right elves come out and repair all the shoes for him while he's sleeping and mm-hmm. you know it's just an act of benevolence i think that what's going on here is there is that poor cobbler and he's at his wits end trying to keep his business afloat and he's got all these you know, wealthy merchants screaming at him to cobble their damn shoes already. Mm-hmm. But he's Do got arthritis. Cobble shoes. I think in uh, the south and bigger cities, <laughs> you'll see a lot of cobbling. Yeah. Like I think there's still some four-year diploma programs for it in some schools. Become a cobbler. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cobbling. <laughs> and so he just—he's at his wit's end, and he just prays on the Christmas star for a miracle. And he wakes up the next day, and sure enough, nothing's been done. No shoes have been cobbled. <laughs> right. And he's got creditors saying, you're getting the hell out of this house. We're taking this house right. from you from the bank. And his yeah. wife packs up and leaves him, you know, and yeah. like, he's just done. But then he looks in uh, a paper he finds in the gutter, and it shows, uh, you know, Christmas season's upon us. Santa's elves are busy getting toys ready for all the kids and yeah. he sees a picture of all these really industrious little elves working for santa and he's like oh an epiphany that's the answer to his problem so he's got to uh, go to the north pole and he's got to abduct santa's workforce right okay. for himself oh yeah okay and that's as far as i've gotten all right uh, maybe it's like a trilogy in, in the first movie. That's all that ever happened. He just yeah. gets there. Yeah. He just gets there. <laughs> yeah. Has a lot of bad a cliffhanger. Sh- a lot of d- really depressing Christmas shit that's happened to him. <laughs> yeah. It gets yeah. into order. <laughs> yeah. The cobbler saga, rock yeah. bottom part yeah. one, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. And then like, it gets pretty sinister. Like he's right. abducting it's human trafficking, but it's elves. Right. Yeah. You know, and he's like shipping them back to, you know, uh, Norway or wherever the hell he where it lives <laughs> in a shipping container and it's just it's not it's a, a moral character right uh, and like you, he's you feel bad for him because of how bad his life was but right he is not redeemable I'm not sure that Hallmark's going to be on board with this. <laughs> no <laughs> he's not redeemable so I don't think this and is that what, is that that's the tagline of the yeah, movie right yeah he's not redeemable <laughs> I don't think this is what the movie's about to be honest well now that I say it I think you missed the addiction part because uh, well 
was it called a shoe addict's mm. Christmas? Yeah, but you don't go into the cobbling business without having a healthy obsession with shoes. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I okay. I think your idea has merit. <coughs> I like the idea of shoe being in like a a nickname for like a street drug. Oh, of some sort, ooh, right. Yeah. So this is a person who's got a real problem. Yeah. And they've ended up on the streets with this addiction. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe they meet a mall Santa. Yeah. And that mall Santa is uh, very understanding and mm-hmm. slowly helps them work through their addiction. Yeah. He gets them off the street. Does he like um, hold them up in like a rented room and just gives <laughs> them two buckets? <laughs> yes. The basketball diaries type scene. Yeah. One to throw up in, one to pee in. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, rubs their back. They actually have 15 minutes of the of just this scene of this addict coming off of this drug. Yeah. And it's it's intense. It's yeah. hard to watch. Yeah. That sounds more realistic than my pitch, but I don't think that that would be what this one is because it's no. Hallmark. Yeah. Hallmark movies, and I know you don't know, Derek, because you haven't seen any, yeah. are typically very romance-focused. Okay. So I think another idea that just came to me is, uh, can you say the title one more time? A Shoe Addicts. Yes, yeah, Christmas. it's Christmas, Christmas time, and there's this lonely guy who doesn't have a lot going on in his life, and he's just working at like a nine to five kind of mailroom job where he doesn't mm-hmm. get a lot of respect yeah. or anything, and you know he doesn't have a lot of family to hang out with at Christmas, so he's looking to kind of just make his own family, right? And it just so happens that in his downtime, all he wants to do is watch films starring the comparable actress Elizabeth Shue. Okay. And he is, he's entranced with her. Right. And he follows her career very closely and he starts to even follow her a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and he's got Stalker-ish. clippings on his wall and, you know, okay. uh, he makes, he sometimes makes phone calls to, you know, the number her agent has, but he doesn't uh, yeah. have the courage to talk when the agent picks up. He just kind of sits there and breathes on the other line. Do we get the no. real Elizabeth Shue to play the character of herself? I don't think we could afford her. No, we so we'd have to get Chat Dennings again. Yeah, we'd have to get her to dye her hair. You know, Chat Dennings. This Christmas is Elizabeth Cat Shue. Chat Dennings is Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> but yeah, it's just about a boy really trying to meet girl. Yeah, and no matter nothing's going to stand in his way to have a perfect Christmas romance with Elizabeth Shue. Like, you know what society says or the police or you know injunctions against him nothing he's gonna follow his heart at christmas and uh he's he's dedicated it's heartwarming yeah yeah okay do you guys want to hear the actual synopsis yeah let's hear it all right okay noel a holiday hater becomes locked in a department store on christmas eve Mm -hmm. she meets a woman who identifies herself as Noel's guardian angel mm. and introduces Noel to several ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. Uh-huh. Isn't this just a Christmas carol? Well, they're not locked in the I know, place but in the Christmas basically carol. The Where does the shoes idea. come in? Uh, yeah, good point. They didn't mention That's that. That's not even in the synopsis? No. Well, this is just a big tease. But I can tell you that Candace Cameron Bure is in this movie, and oh. I think that was somebody from Full House. Full House, yes. Right? Hmm. And then Gene Smart is also in this. It's strange that someone named Noel would be a Christmas hater. True. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. Or something it's, something or it's must have happened. Because maybe just the She's jokes. Named after Christmas and she just hates it because of that. Oh, yeah. Well. One more? Yeah. We are not good at this. No, that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. The last one. Mm-hmm. A Machine Gun Christmas. No, I'm just kidding. That's not a real Hallmark. Little Tommy's always wanting a machine gun, and finally he gets it. Yes. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Okay. <laughs> I just had my idea for this one. but You instantly got okay. it. Okay. The, the title is A Ginger... <laughs> A gingerbread romance. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't have a plot or anything. Okay. I just have a scene. Okay. (laughs) That's all. Okay. Well, just a beautiful love scene where the. Okay. Yeah. I think I can build this now. Sometimes the best movies are based on just a scene. Yeah. So you've got a you've got a baker. 
Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's a quirky type of rom-com thing where they don't like each other. You've got a guy, maybe he's really good at making gingerbread, and then there's a a busy, quirky young lady that's coming into his store all the time, but they're just so different. Yeah. They're basically, they're like Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Yeah. Okay. That would never work. And uh, I don't know, what's her career? She's a fireman firewoman she's a firewoman yeah is that sexist to fire say person fire person she's a firefighter fire there you go okay god damn it so she's a she's <laughs> i a, apologize she, on alan's behalf and derek's behalf to all our listeners who have sensibilities she's a firefighter yeah and she hates christmas she doesn't like it because when she was young mm-hmm. the christmas tree in her house started on fire and yeah. it killed her entire family was it started because um someone in her house was trying to make homemade gingerbread in the oven oh wow we're really tying it in there <laughs> and it got out of control um, and lit the tree yes, on fire that's and, exactly what started yeah. it wow. it was a gingerbread fire yeah that started this whole thing yeah and uh then she's you know she's, the newspaper headline even that she had to read as a little kid said entire family found ginger dead christmas morning <laughs> yes <laughs> so she uh, bumps into this guy on the street she hates christmas she tries to just stay out of the way during christmas she doesn't want anything to do with it and then she meets this guy and they don't like each other because she learns what he does yeah but somehow they slowly fall for each other i don't have that part but all i do have Mm -hmm. is the love scene that takes place on massive sheets of gingerbread oh yeah closer to the end of the movie the big uncut square pallets of gingerbread (laughs) yeah he's got it in his house (laughs) yeah (laughs) he stores it there (laughs) just hold on a second okay before we do this i have to go into the back I've got a a few four by eight sheets here that I need to bring and spread out over the bed and over this room. And then we're going to roll around. Oh, golly. (laughs) And you got like your, you know, your sugar frosting dust everywhere. Right. Yeah. You know, I thought you were going to kind of say they'd be like sculpting this giant gingerbread man together with him sitting behind her, like uh, listening to the Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers, like the Pottery Wheel. Yeah. Yeah, And Ghost. Yeah. They're both very sweaty. That's a good idea. Yeah. I kind of went fairy tale with this one again. Okay. So yours was much more realistic than mine again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I got my head in the clouds. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was, it was, this one was more like a Dr. Frankenstein kind of thing. And I just figured it was like this inventor who also has like, for some reason, a very specific background in gingerbread. Right. Okay. But he's also like a, he's, he dabbles of genetics and, yeah. you know, high level, you know, things like that. Right. And he manages to bring uh, a life-size gingerbread humanoid to life. Right. Because yeah. he's so lonely. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And he just tries to strike up a relationship with this, but he finds his creation shunning him. It's not returning oh. his love. Mm. Right. And in his madness, like he goes even further and tries to create uh, children. <laughs> right. Out of gingerbread because he and a dog. Because he thinks a whole family, because he thinks that that's going to fix the problem with him and the, you know, autonomous uh, gingerbread person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, none of them want him around. Like, they're happy together. Yeah. You know, they form a little family unit, and he's the outsider. Yeah. And then he's like, he builds them a gingerbread house to live in with gingerbread appliances. And, uh, you know, he, he outfits them with the finest gingerbread accessories. <laughs> yes. And the neighbors are seeing this all being constructed. Yeah. And, like, yeah. everyone's like, we got to call the police. And yeah. we got to get someone involved in this. And the feds are starting to look at him. <laughs> but he's gone too far now. And he's going to earn this gingerbread family's love. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he realizes, oh, no. You know, I've gone through these people's gingerbread garbage <laughs> trying to find out <laughs> what their interests are. And, right. you know, these people have... Uh, lived in fear these gingerbread people have lived in ginger fear for me for months now yeah and he realizes uh right on christmas eve that he in fact has become the monster oh Mm, yeah yes well it's a deep yeah you know people would just yeah he's not going to earn gingerbread love until he can uh love himself Mm. look at that yeah it's a magic christmas Mm. yeah but I, then again, the government comes in because there's these gingerbread creations yeah. that have come to life. Right. And they would 
take them all and do testing on them right, right. for right. years sort of stuff yeah yeah and uh well, I just looked at the synopsis. I had a, and it turns out you're right. I had a similar <laughs> yeah. angle to that. All right, hit us with yeah. your best shot. Uh, okay, I'm gonna fire away here. Fire away. There's, uh, you know, there's a guy. He's like early 30s, maybe mid 30s. Yeah. Uh, mid 30 year old people. Yeah, he's That's he's single. He's working at a. He's like an elf for a mall Santa, you know. Oh, yeah. Like Good he's job like for a mid thirties. He's, he's in a like a hit rock bottom. He's just there. He's just like trying to make a little ends meet. And, you know, Derek. Uh, most of our listeners, or at least half of them, do work as elves for mall Santa. <laughs> so you're alienating a huge group of our listeners. Uh, I apologize. I'm yeah. just you know they so you know he's there and it's kind of like you know that that scene in Home Alone where he's like you know. You know, anything I could get for you. know, she comes and sees him afterwards. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, Santa's like, you know, what do you, uh, you know, what do you need, James? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you know, unless you can give me a girlfriend, like, we're all good, man. Yeah. And the same sort of thing. Yeah. pretty lonely. And Christmas Day, mm-hmm. he gets, he opens, there's like a gift under his tree and he's freaked out because he doesn't, he's not, nobody else is in his house. And it's just a recipe for gingerbread and all the stuff to make it. Oh. And he makes this, like, he's like, ah, oh, screw it, I'll make this gingerbread. And so he makes a gingerbread person. He kind of gets into it, and then she comes to life, and it ends up, you know, trying to navigate through this relationship of a human and a gingerbread person. She's yeah. only been alive for moments. Yeah, so, like, what happens, you know, how do, how do they proceed in that? It's a Christmas yeah. miracle, but it's also really awkward. So it needs a little more developing, but, yeah. uh, you know. I think uh, an interesting twist would be if her love became so powerful for him because she doesn't know anything else. Right. You know, she's new to this world and he's her only lifeline. She just becomes incredibly protective of him. Yeah. Mm. She's probably not all that smart. She's made of gingerbread. But she's powerful. (laughs) Gingerbread is a dense dough. That is true. And like she misconstrues. Yeah. Any kind of reaction that or any kind of interaction he has with other people, she becomes quite jealous and protective. Yeah. Okay. And there's some accidents, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, the real synopsis. Okay. It's amazing how close we were on yeah. this one. An architect begins to find herself longing for a place to call her own as she works alongside a baker mm-hmm. to win a gingerbread house contest. Oh, all right, guys. Well, that was enlightening. It was yeah. interesting. You guys had some really creative ideas, and I think our movies might even be a bit better than the actual Hallmark movies. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you're Hallmark, full of yourself. if you need any of them, yeah. you yeah. know, we'll sell you the rights. Yeah. Hallmark is calling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've got, there's. I bet there's not a single Hallmark movie that has any character that ever gags themselves <laughs> with a tennis ball. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. has sheets of four by eight. Uh, Gingerbread, gingerbread in the back of their house yeah, yeah. Uh, the purpose of lovemaking there's, but, a yeah. lot, there's a lot of room for new films <laughs> yes but anyways we are going to take a short break uh, mm-hmm. for our shameless plug and then we're going to come back with something after the break it's that time it's that time once again for our shameless plug oh boy oh boy I am yes. excited today I am yeah. jazzed me yeah. also yeah as usual, but I'm more so. Yeah, I don't it's, know if it's the Christmas season or just who we got coming on board. And it's the, the I'm first, excited. It's the first time in a Christmas episode yeah. that our actually sponsor has been Christmas related. And we've had a lot That's of true. Christmas episodes. That's right. This is at least our second. That is true. <laughs> One of my favorite things about the holidays yeah. is all the baking. Oh, don't get me started. So yeah, uh, I mean, what do you like? Shortbread. Shortbread's pretty amazing. Oh, is you it the give best? Me a shortbread. Uh, it's it's close, but it's not the best. You like your sugar cookies, don't you? I do love sugar cookies. <laughs> yeah, that's nice the decorated. ultimate Christmas treat, isn't that it, is Derek? True. That is true. There's no, one more that's also pretty nothing tasty. Nothing sugar cookies. Come on. Well, once you hear these two words. That's yeah. true. Especially dipped in a little milk. Yeah. Uh, crackers like saltines. No, I'm just man, gingerbread. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm just being God funny. Man. Yes. Yeah. No, no. The uh, well, you know this guy better than him. If yeah, you like gosh. gingerbread, you're going to be excited about this uh, sponsor. Uh, this uh, this company is a one man show. You know, uh, it's completely uh, run by one genius mastermind, and um, 
he's started the business pretty humbly, just like in his spare time. I mean, the guy actually works in a large box store. We're not going to say which one, you know, Mm -hmm. because they didn't sponsor us. You know, Mm -hmm. this guy did. And this guy, I can't like, I can't express my gratitude and appreciation and admiration for this genius Mm -hmm. enough. And you guys tried some of his stuff and you were taken with it, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. This is melt in your mouth, artisanal gingerbread. And what's the name of the actual product? His name, well, the product is Spornak Creations. Right. And it's made by Darren Spornak. Right. You know, he's just a a local guy and he works a day job like anyone else, but he just happens to have an amazing talent. He's a goddamn artist. Mm -hmm. He is a culinary genius. He's a visionary, like Derek says. This guy, salt of the earth, nicest guy you're going to meet, humble as hell, but he makes the most melt in your mouth delicious scrumptious gingerbread i have ever tried uh, i don't even like gingerbread but no. the first time i tried his gingerbread yeah, yeah. i cried yeah it yeah. was unbelievable <laughs> he's brought so much there. joy it was awkward but yeah. it was yeah. it was good bread i yeah. give like this gingerbread to family as gifts now i don't even bother to look for any other gifts that's right this is the stuff and he's got so many varieties of it and like combinations you never thought of you know like yeah. from simple his chocolate chip cookie dough gingerbread yes to yeah. more of his uh marble with dark chocolate right. and orange flakes right oh my god you know there are things that he puts in them that you wouldn't even believe would, he's got a salted be. bacon caramel gingerbread oh that's i know incredible. And, and the you know? bacon just complements the yeah, caramel they work together. you wouldn't it's think really it would work beautiful and this guy like he makes it by hand makes it with love and everybody is in love with his product you know and i've heard a lot of people say you know that they weren't really into christmas they kind of given up on all the hoopla of it and the commercial of them yep. commercialism of it but uh Spornak Creations has reignited the wonder and magic of Christmas for them and brought them some hope. Yes. And uh, just a magical man, a wonderful man. Well, and we're going to... You know him, right? Like, maybe well, we should, we should I give met him a call. Him. Yeah. Like, I'm proud to say I met him. So we're going to give him a shout. Yeah. And we're going to let him pitch his own product here yeah. on Pitch Guys. Ask him a few questions. Because who about better it? to yeah. talk about the creation than the uh, creationist, the genius? That's yeah. right. He's the expert. So... Let's well, give him a ring-a-dingy. Give him a call up here. And oh, this guy, like he's going to be so happy to talk to us. And yeah, I bet you this guy is like knee-deep in some flour and sugar right now. <laughs> okay, it's ringing. <laughs> okay, here yeah. we go. I hope we're not interrupting him, honestly. Yeah, no, well, he's going to be pretty busy this like, time. He's going to be creating something awesome, I bet. Like he's, mm-hmm. if I know Darren, he's just... It's always, there's always one surprise yeah. after another. He's not picking up. No. How no. Do we let him well, I mean, the guy, he, he's busy, you know, huh. but... You know, and he, he's he's donating his gingerbread all over the place. He's making yeah. a real difference, this mm-hmm. guy. It's just, it's it's glorious. It's a delicious treat. I don't, I don't think we're going to get him here. Yeah. I think he'd have a voicemail on here, but <laughs> just keep uh, ringing. Well, I mean, it's a small operation. You right. Maybe it wouldn't have a voice message. Do you have, a, like, a backup number for him or anything? Uh, no, that's the only number I have to get a oh. hold of this guy. Um, well, I'm yeah. just going to hang it up because he's yeah. not in. Yeah, here, well. But. Ah, shoot. Um, Oh, Derek. Yeah. You said you had a number for his brother. Oh, yeah. Didn't you? Yeah. Barry? Barry Spornak. Barry Spornak. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe... He's probably with him. It's the holidays. Yeah. You're better words. I'll give it to you. Give me the number here. Okay. All right. Hello. We are trying to get a hold Hmm. of Darren... We That's are. Weird. I mean, the pitch guys. I still have some of his. We bread, actually want yeah. to hype up his yeah. business. Get some while we wait like, for. Uh, okay, and send. All yeah. right, I sent it. Yeah, like yeah. I'm just excited to talk to this guy again. He's so warm and he's so approachable. And oh, I'm getting uh, buzz here. Yeah. There. Okay. Oh, it says uh, he's not going to be able to give us a shout or call us back right now. Like, oh, he's probably. Yeah. got a breakthrough going well, through and he's coming up with like, some he knew we were calling though didn't he yeah or, but this guy like, when he's all about the craft gum drops yeah. on the house you that's can't just true. stop you can't wait that down yeah that's true yeah. oh uh oh oh my what um it? well it's <laughs> he says um we're just getting back from the hospital oh that sounds terrible and delivering the family's here and oh Oh my god. What? Um 
Just, just, just say just it. Just say it, Lesnar. Like, what's up? He's dead. What? Who? He's dead. Darren? Yeah. Darren Spornak. Yeah. Darren Spornak is dead. How? Oh, wow. What I'm happened? Getting, I'm getting you another text that? coming in. Um, he was crushed to death. Crushed? By gingerbread? Well, it just... Oh, he he was at his... He was at his day job at the box store. Oh my God. And uh, somehow he got caught or snagged up in the in the box crusher, the cardboard compressor. Wow. He didn't crazy. die instantly? You said he went no. to go to the hospital? Yeah, he, w- he was still conscious when they found him, but. Oh my God. Wow. And, okay. His brother's now telling me that, you know, he'd been pulling a lot of late shifts, uh-huh. making gingerbread. Was probably tired. He, he wasn't sleeping. Yeah. Huh. Like, oh my god. Huh. <sighs> you know, I really like. Around the Christmas season, Nanaimo squares. Um, they're sugary. They've got um, a nice color to them. They're a sweet treat. Yeah, try it yeah. out today. Yeah. yeah, Nanaimo squares are... All right, and we are back. What a hell of a sponsor that was. I love that business. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Always good. And look forward to working sponsors. with that sponsor for years to come. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to wrap up our episode today. Is that a Christmas joke, Al? Yes, it was. And we are going to uh, come up with our own idea for a Pitch Guys Christmas movie. Okay. And right. we're not going to have a title. We're just going to build our idea together. Maybe we'll right. come up with the title later. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll get that later. Maybe. So. So, who would like to start? Nose goes. <laughs> okay. I guess, I does that mean I'm going? Were you the last person to touch I your nose? I was the last person. They can't yeah. see that. Based on the, the rules person. of nose goes. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to uh, start our movie. We need mm-hmm. a, some sort of a, a character with a with a uh, interesting... Uh, occupation. Okay. And so my lead character is a mid-twenties dude who lives somewhere in the Midwest mm-hmm. and is trying to become a professional ninja. Okay. That is okay. plausible. Okay. Yes. So, and this is a Christmas movie. That's right. So I haven't got to the Christmas stuff yet, but I'm just starting with a character and okay. now I'm going to pass it off. To somebody else for the next little bit here. Greg Orblison never fit in in a okay. small Midwestern town. Right. Uh-huh. But he had an eccentric uncle who always encouraged him to follow his dreams and passions, no matter what, no matter what anyone said. Okay. But he passes away yeah. right before the Christmas holidays. Mm-hmm. And as a great surprise to everyone, he leaves his entire estate to Greg Orblison. Right. And he says, Greg, I loved you like a son. I don't have anyone else I want to give this money to. I want you to use this money to finally make that dream of yours a reality. So Greg parlays all the money that his uncle has in, uh, amassed right. in his lifetime and he enrolls in a ninja academy. Mm. Right. You know. In the Midwest? No, it's not in the Midwest. <laughs> he's got to travel. Yeah, right. he's got to travel, you know, at least to another country. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking an Asian one? Like maybe Japan. Japan, Japan <laughs> probably. A good one. I don't know okay. ninja culture that well. But All right. I assume Japan. So it's a fish out of water story. Okay. He's this Midwesterner named Greg Orbison, and he was destined just to be a farmer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, or maybe work in a mill. Yeah. But no, he's going to follow his dream all the way to Japan before Christmas. 
Yeah. And he's going to become the best damn ninja anyone's ever become. All right. Well, I think it's Derek's turn to take it over. Now, you got to build that Christmas more into the fabric of this story. Okay. At this point. Keep it at the forefront. Yeah. All right. So... So he gets to Japan. Yeah. Like he just he just kind of flies over there. He doesn't have a plan. No. Um and Orblison is not a very easy name to be pronounced. No. In Japan. No. Uh and so Or anywhere sometimes. He, he's having a hard time getting much traction and trying to trying to explain, you know, where he's going, what he's doing. Trying to find this academy. Trying to find this yeah, academy. He can't even find it. No. And culture uh, shock. And he kind of has this down moment. He doesn't know where to go. He's yeah. kind of just kind of lost. Yeah. And he's missing home. And he decides, like, you know what? It's the holidays. You know, mm-hmm. I need to get, I need, I need something to remind me of home in the Midwest. And he's like, I need to get a Christmas tree. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Right. And so he sets off to try to do this. Yeah. Uh, so he, um, he hasn't even gotten to ninja school yet. No, no. not yet. Okay. Um, well, he sets off to go find this Christmas tree mm-hmm. and he ends up climbing a mountain, um, somewhere on the outskirts of Tokyo in yeah, the Japanese okay. countryside. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that I know my Japanese geography very well, but, um, he's out there and it's I hear pretty, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, it is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it's very hard to find a Christmas like tree. Right. And he does eventually find one, but... As he's chopping it down, mm-hmm. he is attacked by a number of ninjas. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you cannot cut down these sacred trees from this. He's accidentally stumbled upon the ninja training grounds. Yeah. Yes. Because he's gone out to, to cut down this tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. And like these ninjas, they're not your typical ninjas. No. Like they are wearing green um what's it called geese yep like yeah. a yeah yeah green yep. geese or clothing with hoods and like you know he's surrounded by them and it's this very tense moment where they have their you know katanas out yes. you know and he's just this sandy corn colored haired boy from the midwest <laughs> he's like mm-hmm. i've made a mistake here i'm a fish <laughs> out of water i've left everything i know behind you know he's doubting himself and he's right. terrified yeah, And then one of the uh, ninjas steps forward and he realizes, you know, despite how scared he is of them, they're diminutive. They're small. Right. <laughs> and he pulls his cloak back and exposes the pointiest ears Oh, that this okay. farm boy from the Midwest has ever laid eyes on. Right. And he's like, what are you? Right. And they're like, come with us. You have much to learn. Right. And they take him back to the ninja academy and he gets there. And it is a beautiful place. It's secluded. No one would ever find this place no. unless they were brought here. Okay. And it's covered in thick layers of snow. There are massive candy canes bordering this place. And trembling, he's brought before the head master or sensei of this mm. academy or yeah, dojo. Master, yeah. And he is this tall, imposing mountain of a man cloaked in a red gi nice right nice and he pulls his cloak back and addresses him i think i know who this guy is yeah yeah i got a feeling about it yeah yeah so our midwestern guy is just surprised gary oblison doesn't know what to believe he's not sure like what's happening have i is he knows who this is but he can't believe his own mind that santa claus is actually a ninja and why is he located in japan in japan at the top of this mountain everything he's been told a lot of is questions wrong. <laughs> yeah yeah so he's yeah, having a real he's unsure about a lot of things mm-hmm. um the santa claus like kind of offers him or the the ninja master santa offers mm-hmm. him like an opportunity but he's only going to offer it like he's got 24 hours to decide is he in or is he out yeah and he has kind of like a montage time where he tries to find himself. Maybe he's thinking, no, he's going to leave. Um, he can go back to being nothing. He, yeah, he could just go back to, to the Midwest and not mm-hmm. worry about this. But he, there's some kind of sign from like his, his uncle that, that he witnesses. That yeah. Makes him think, no, I got to do this. Right. He sees his face appear in a stream 
when he's seeking guidance. There you go. The moonlight splashes into the visage right. or visage yeah. of his uncle. Right. And it's very much like that scene from Lion King. Yes. Where Simba sees his father and he tells yeah. him he wants him to go, go on with the training. His uncle Bert. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does, but some of the elves don't like him and they treat him pretty poorly That's and right. they're he constantly razzing him. One night and they're beating him with uh, soap bars in a <laughs> pillowcase. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's actually a huge portion of the yeah, movie. Re- <laughs> His, he's constantly getting beaten up with soap bars. Stale gingerbread in, in a pillowcase. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but a lot of hazing. He persists because of his talk with his dead uncle ghost yeah. and he slowly gets better in one night uh he throws a throwing star at the light switch and turns all the lights off and then for some reason he's developed like ninja perception where he can yeah. just grab the soap bar pillow yeah. bag he the, knows it's dark no it's yeah. full of stale gingerbread oh stale gingerbread yeah. okay he grabs and the it. throwing star is actually a glass tree ornament yeah everything is very christmas <laughs> yes, based right yeah. And he shoves that right down the throat of the uh, <laughs> the elf, who of the elf that was doing it. The head elf. elf taunter. The elf doesn't die, but no. he's in the hospital for quite a while. Yeah. But that's what gets him respected yeah. mm-hmm. by the rest of the elves. And then it's kind of like Top Gun, mm-hmm. where the point is, okay, he's trained up, yeah. but now we need a mission, yeah. right? Something comes up. So Trevor, take it away. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, at this point, he's formed a kinship with the other elf ninjas in training, mm-hmm. and the Santa Sensei, he calls them all into the main courtyard and says, my children, you have trained and proven yourself time and again, and I am so proud of all of you, and I can see the Christmas spirit isn't alive in all of you, and it is time to take the fight to our true enemy. And that's when he learns the dark secret, that in yeah. the forests bordering tokyo yeah there's an ancient enemy a demon only <laughs> written about in ancient stories yeah. uh the reindeer mm. inhabit the forests mm-hmm. and they are vile yes. demons that devour anything good yes and they're abominations and when we do this scene we mm-hmm. want to make it that people have never felt fear like this in a movie theater no right when they go in there and they watch this <laughs> these things yeah, make ring wraiths seem like yeah. care bears <laughs> yeah. Yeah. these things <laughs> they are all like teeth and digestive tract and blood and anger and this the sound that comes out yeah. of them yeah. is so low and guttural people yeah. are are crapping in their seats yeah yeah, yeah. so you know all the other elves they're like santa like santa sensei what are you thinking Mm -hmm. like there's no way we are ready to take on the reindeer demons right yeah yeah um and santa looks dismayed like oh maybe i haven't prepared them for what they face yeah but then gary orblison right he stands up and he he's not the brightest He's not the most talented of all of them. No. Yeah. But he says, I'll go find those reindeer, Santa. Yeah. And then all the other elf ninjas look to him and like, well, you can count us in too. Yeah. Nice. And yep. he leads them into a massacre. <laughs> yeah. They're all <laughs> slaughtered very quickly yes. because these things are supernatural beings yeah. and they're massive and they have horns and hooves. So all the elves are slaughtered. Yes. And it's a disgusting scene it's heart-wrenching <laughs> yeah you know yes. gary orbison's forced to see all these elf ninjas that he's formed this bond with like brothers yeah. ripped apart yeah screaming yes. dismembered around him and santa's not there to help them oh no. actually i have an idea for what santa's doing yeah he's actually sitting back in his mm-hmm. like throne room i don't it's know not what a throne, a throne room, room. Yeah. and he's eating tomatoes and we get close-ups of him eating the tomatoes oh, like the steward the of gondor yeah, right yeah. Yeah. yeah i see yeah. he's a cruel master right yeah. yeah and there's a point where these reindeer they're all clamoring around with their hooves around gary orbison mm-hmm. who is hunched over on one hand he's all defeated yeah, yeah. and they're snorting hot breath through their nostrils <laughs> yeah. and their bells around their necks are jingling yeah and they're about to finish him yeah yeah you know yeah but then all of a sudden he has this inner voice scream into his head 
remember where you come from. Oh. And he, he, you know, in his growing up, yeah. all around the Midwest, there's this ranching mm-hmm. going on. And so he said his It's time, a hard life. He said his time, you know, around with working yeah. ca- cattle and horses yeah. and all that kind of stuff. When the tractor breaks down, you don't just sit down on the job and cry. Exactly. You and fix he's it. Got, he happens to have some ninja rope with him yeah. for scaling things and that kind it's of stuff. different yeah. from regular rope. Yeah, and he, he it's his fashions go-to. himself. <laughs> A lasso. Yeah, lasso. it would be garland because yeah, garland. it's Christmas yeah. themed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and he picks the biggest, broodiest. Yeah, like worst of these range. The alpha deer. The alpha deer with the like yeah. a, just so r- disgusting. Yeah. Its nose is like yeah. <laughs> <red and> bleeding. <laughs> he yeah. makes an example. And he makes of that lasso and he mm-hmm. he catches it. Yeah, and he wrestles it. Yeah, and he takes and all the others, all the other reindeer are just like watching this. Yeah, watching this happen, and he. He, slams him to the one, ground one ups like kind of hog ties like yeah. he takes over that that reindeer yeah and all the rest of them just back up through sheer will he's dominating yeah. this yeah. monster yeah okay and then yeah what happens then oh boy well i think we need to come to a resolution yeah here. right um, a christmas resolution he's on the verge of killing it yeah mm-hmm. and uh he uh he lifts up his his fist to do the final like death punch Mm -hmm. and then you can see this reindeer kind of cringing and as he brings it down he does that same thing that they do in karate kid 2 where Mm -hmm. he just honks his nose oh yes and it's it's a glowing red nose yeah it becomes glowing red after he does the honk it's the birth of rudolph yes he becomes good he actually converts the the reindeers Mm -hmm. to the side of good through his act of pure goodness Mm -hmm. And they come around and they go, you know what? Why are we? Why are we doing all this? Why do we By, terrorize? You know, like, what, what is moment. the point here? Yeah. Maybe we should try to work with Santa. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, they uh, they form an alliance and it's a major epic moment. It's very yeah. mythological. And at that point where he's just amazed at what's happening, yeah. he hears this slow clapping behind him mm-hmm. and behind him, Santa and all his glory shows up and he has sheafed his ceremonial katana <laughs> yeah. uh, in his candy cane sheaf. Yeah. And he says, well done, my son. Yeah. We lost a lot of brothers today, <laughs> but I knew I made the right choice when I chose you, Gary Orbison from the Midwest, because <laughs> compassion today has stayed your hand. Yeah. And you carry the spirit of Christmas within you. And... You are the one the prophecies foretold. Oh, okay. okay. All right. And this is actually an origin story. Right. It's to the For birth Santa Claus. of, of Christmas Jesus? and the whole oh. Santa mythos. <laughs> Not Jesus, no. Yeah, yeah. Not sacrilegious. <laughs> this is the birth of the whole Santa mythos right. and the beginning of it all. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's set in current times, which is a bit confusing. Right. But, I mean, the story transcends time. Right, that's, right. that's the point. And then you think it's done then, and it pretty much is, but you get to see Gary Orbison live, like, a pretty happy life yeah. in Tokyo. Yeah. He's Santa's uh, ambassador, you know? Yeah. Right. You know, he has a, he's, he lives in Tokyo day to day, but he also has to make trips every now and then to the North Pole to tell Santa what people are wanting out there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. He's a go-to. And... Yes, he falls in love with a local, you know, That's uh-huh. right. takes her on dates and teaches him the way of the ninja mm-hmm. and tells her about, you know, baseball and uh, how to fix tractors. <laughs> this is right. quite the epilogue yeah. on this yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, this all happens in the credits a lot, too. Oh, okay. It's one of those movies, yeah, you're right, yeah. you know, where the story continues as you're watching the credits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And there will be a sequel. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is the no, first of, like, no five doubt. of these. Yes. Yeah. There's a, like, after credit little sequence. Yes. Right. Yeah, there's, like... Vin Diesel's in this thing. Number three is, like, Polar Bear Cove. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then there's rival ninja clans. Yes. It's, it's just the start of his and Santa's adventures. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to pump them out every Christmas for the <laughs> next 10 years. Yeah. yeah. I have a title suggestion. Okay. All right. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Christmas steel. Oh, as in like this is metal steel. Well, the katana, right? But also his steel will, right? Okay. Yeah. His internal metal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have a better one? No, nope. I can't beat that. No, 
I, think I was also thinking a Samurai Christmas. Yeah. But Christmas Steel is way better. That's a franchise name if yeah. I've heard it. Christmas Steel 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christmas Steel 7. Right. Yeah. yeah it's got, some, token. It's got yeah. some staying power. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think this is gold. Well, that is amazing. We yeah. have uh, nailed it. We basically come up with our own Christmas movie idea. We've accurately guessed the Hallmark movie ideas. <laughs> Uh, a titles, Spot I should on. say, Hallmark movie titles. Yeah. So, yeah. I think a pretty successful Christmas episode. Disney, Disney Studios, if you're listening and you want a piece of Christmas Steel, the franchise, right. please contact us. Yeah, it could be mixed into the Marvel universe if we really need to. Oh, I think it could become part of the Marvel universe very easily. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us once again. If you liked our episode, please make sure you like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on any of the podcast platforms. Check us out. And have a Merry Christmas. See you next time.